0: All right, everybody, I know I missed last week, but I promise it wasn't because I forgot about you. I've been leaning into other platforms quite a bit and my coaching business is also starting to gain some traction, so I've just been super busy. I have been working on a lot of interesting ideas though that I'm pretty excited about. So today we're gonna be talking about the unconscious and in particular about repressed trauma. So if you've been listening to me for a while, you already have some understanding of how the unconscious works. It's responsible for making 95% or so of your decisions throughout the day. Most of what we do slips under the radar and goes just unnoticed. Now, this is because that old intelligence within us is steering the ship, whether or not we're aware of it. Sometimes it can start to feel like this part of ourselves is at odds with the rest of us, though. After all, it seems like it it makes us sit on the couch eating ice cream when our conscious brain would rather have the body of a Greek god. It also causes us to keep going back to our ex or maybe to keep dating the same red flags in different bodies. The reality is that the unconscious is doing what it thinks is best for us. It cares for our well-being more than we know. The problem is that the lines of communication between the rational and the conscious mind are kind of weak. And sometimes those lines of communication are broken altogether. So remember that the brain doesn't do what's good for it. The brain does what it's done before. You teach it to do something once and it thinks that that's how you want to to live your life. So it keeps rolling with it. So we develop a bad habit and the unconscious is trying to carry out the orders that it thinks that we want. On the other hand, when it does try to communicate with us, we usually ignore it. Sometimes we even fight it. And that's what we're going to be talking about today. We're going to be focusing on how the unconscious protects us from trauma and on how we're ignoring the signals that it's trying to send us. It's really important that we, that we learn to recognize and respond to those symbols, because that's the only way that we're gonna heal. So let's get started. When you go through something stressful and traumatic, sometimes it can feel like too much to deal with all at once. Maybe you've lost your job and your home, maybe you're going through a breakup, maybe somebody physically hurts you, whatever it is, you've dealt with a tremendous amount of stress. What differentiates stress from trauma is whether or not you internalize it. If it rolls off, you like water off a duck's back, then there's no long-term damage. But sometimes that event and those emotions are so powerful that you don't know how to handle them, and they get stuck inside your mind. They seem big and overwhelming. They seem scary and powerful. And what do you do with all of this? It's not something that you've ever been... True before, and you've probably never been taught how to manage those emotions or how to how to process that psychological damage. In this situation, you don't really know how to fight, so you choose the flight response instead. Now, let me be clear, you may handle the actual situation differently, but the internal battle is something that you have a really hard time managing. You may not have even thought that it was that big of a deal when it happens, but when you're faced with all these negative emotions, you choose to hide from them instead of facing up to them. It is what it is. I just have to deal with it kind of mentality. In this scenario, what's happening is the unconscious is actually trying to protect you. So it knows that this, this thing that's happened is more than you're able to deal with right now. So it suppresses all of those emotions and memories to keep you from having to struggle with them. This is great because it lets you compartmentalize and keep those destructive feelings from your daily life. Like it keeps them separate from the day-to-day life. Here's the problem, though. Bottling up all those negative emotions takes a lot of psychological energy. Keeping it all buried is a huge drain on you, and it leaves those mental reservoirs depleted. Now, you have less strength to fight with all the other problems in your life when you're suppressing a bunch of stuff. What's more, if you, if you keep those things bottled up, they start to become internalized as personality traits. You start to identify as being someone who has the pain and is avoiding those issues. Notice that word there. When you avoid the negative emotions, you start to develop a negative pattern of avoidance. You get in the habits of avoiding those things. Every time they come up, you've conditioned yourself to turn the other way and to try to get away from it. That avoidance teaches your unconscious that the negative thoughts are something to be feared and to be run from. Why else would you have started to avoid them? You've developed a fear of the darkness inside of you at this point. You start seeing those negative feelings and those memories as being separate from you and they begin to take on a life of their own. This is what Eckhart Tolle calls the pain body, an unconscious entity that's living in the basement of your mind, composed of all the things that you don't want to deal with. The thing is that those emotions are there for a reason. You've heard me say before that negative emotions are a warning light. They are there to alert us to the fact that something's wrong. The unconscious isn't throwing those things at us to mess us up, it communicates through emotions and through those symbols, those memories. If the unconscious throws a negative emotion our way, it's because it's trying to tell us something that needs our attention. Just like a baby crying whenever it's cold, hungry, or whatever, it only has so many ways to get our attention, so it it uses them. So we've got this situation where we're repressing all this pain and trauma. It's a huge drain on our mental resources, and the unconscious wants to deal with it. What's more, feelings don't want anything more than just to be felt, and we're not feeling them. So that stuff is suppressed because the unconscious knows that we're not ready to handle it, and we go about our business, right? So far, so good. Cool. This is where it gets interesting. Have you ever had a time in your life where you felt like things were going well for you? Your mental health is good. You're over all those bad memories. The the trauma isn't affecting you as much. Then all of a sudden, seemingly out of nowhere, all that stuff just comes right back up. You're hit with all this repressed pain and trauma that you thought you were finally over. And it's so discouraging to go through this. You think that you're finally starting to get over it, and then it just comes back to bite you. And those wounds are reopened again. When you go through this cycle, it's very easy to get down on yourself. And it's very easy to start thinking that you're stuck and that this is just the way life is. You start feeling like there's no escape from these memories. After all, every time you think that you've escaped they all just come back, right? So this must be who you are. And since you haven't learned to separate your sense of self from your emotional state or your memories, you internalize this pain, and you internalize this trauma as being a part of you, as being a part of your identity. It's a struggle, but let me help shift your perspective a little bit. We've already talked about how the unconscious suppresses painful memories as a way to protect us, right? That act of suppression takes a lot of energy. And it creates the pain body, or the shadow self, which needs to be felt to be released. We've talked in the past about how ignoring those issues is kind of like locking your demons up in the basement. They can still escape when you're the weakest, and they can still cause trouble and irritate the hell out of you in the meantime. So let's tie all of this together. Why does all of this bad stuff come up when we're feeling good? That's exactly when it's the most disheartening, because it starts to feel like you're you're stuck, like you're trapped in this cycle. Well, it's actually pretty simple and encouraging. Your unconscious has spent all this time protecting you from the pain, and it's worn itself out doing so. In order to relieve some of that pressure that it's holding back, it's going to ask you to work on processing some of those pent-up issues. It does this by bringing up the memories and feelings to the surface of your conscious awareness. For you to process but it waits to do this until you're in a good place until you're the most emotionally healthy because now you're able to deal with it now you're able to go through that stuff it suppressed all that stuff when it happened to you because it knew that you were not ready to handle it if it's bringing up the past for you to deal with and then that is a sign that you are ready to handle it okay instead of getting down on yourself that the shadow is still following you around take a minute, smile, be grateful that your unconscious believes you finally made it to a place of strength and peace. It knows you better than you know yourself. If it thinks you're ready to process the pain, then guess what? You are. The mistake that everybody makes is they freak out when this stuff comes up. They get frustrated and they get upset because they thought that the struggle was over with and that they were finally free and clear. But the mind doesn't work like that. You can bottle that stuff up, but bottling it up traps it. It leaves it with nowhere to go bottling it up keeps you it keeps it from going anywhere so it stays stuck inside of you the unconscious is trying to help you it doesn't want you to be in pain so it hides the pain from you but at the same time it doesn't want all that crap dragging you down either those memories and feelings are not coming up because you're stuck with them they're coming up because you're you're ready to process them now now that you're in a healthier headspace it's important to not try and run from those feelings as they present themselves Doing so creates that pattern of avoidance, like I talked about, and it tells the unconscious that there's something to be afraid of. That pattern is something that most people are stuck in. Every time the negative stuff comes up, they stuff it back down and they try to ignore it. That becomes a habit, and then they wonder why they feel emotionally numb and disconnected. You can't bottle up all that bad stuff without also bottling up all the good stuff, too. The only way out is through. You have to allow that pain to be felt or it's not going anywhere, and you may spend the rest of your life running. When you allow the pain to be felt, you allow it to be healed. If you take a step back and you become mindful of the feelings and just sit with them, you give yourself the space to heal. Flinching away from the thoughts makes them scarier because you're teaching yourself that there's something to be avoided. This doesn't mean that you obsess over it either, though. If you you allow those feelings to be felt without feeding them, they don't last. No thought, no memory can sustain itself Um, in an emotional sense, like it can't sustain that emotional impact for very long unless you give it fuel. When it comes up, your body is going to respond with a chemical dump of stress hormones because it thinks that you're in danger and it wants to protect you. So training yourself to sit with those feelings and with those thoughts without running from them or adding to them without obsessing over them, you recondition your nervous system to not react with such a powerful stress response. These memories stop hitting you so hard. You start to let go of them. You start to find peace. Don't get frustrated with yourself when those things start coming back up out of nowhere. That's your unconscious saying to you that it trusts you. That's, That's you realizing that you're ready to start doing the deep work and actually healing. So the next time you catch yourself avoiding those painful memories, take a minute and be grateful. They're going to bubble up one at a time. Maybe they'll come in clusters, but if you deal with them as they come along, you're going to create space for healing, and you start releasing that shadow that you've been carrying around with you for so long. Healing can be a difficult process. I am available for coaching. If you guys feel you need assistance, just reach out to me on my website or any of my social media platforms. Also, if you guys want to share your story, feel free to reach out and connect. I love hearing from all of you. I know that there's quite a few therapists, psychiatrists, and counselors that also listen to this show as well, which is Quite flattering. Thank you, guys. If you have anything to add, or if you just want to discuss these topics, I'm always interested in hearing from you. So reach out to me. Um, but as always, guys, thank you for listening. Good luck. I'll have more content out for you soon. If you're not on my TikTok, that's the place to be. It's um, I'm posting daily out there. It's Jack Gray underscore PsyHacks. P.S.Y. Um, yeah, it's it's a great place to be. There's a lot of content up there, and I'm I'm doing live discussions at the moment. Anyway. At the time of recording, I'm doing live discussions every night. So if you guys are interested, hop on there, and I will see you soon.